If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. Uh, so what do you do? That's the great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information? Hello and welcome back to the Wine Jar Cynics Podcast. I am Dio. It's Gene. I am Mac. It's episode 29 and... There's a lot of um, things that we can call this episode. I mean, really, it's about censorship, but I think we also got to talk about... It's kind of like a, a pre-civil war, but it's on the ci- in the cyberspace. That's, that's the interesting part about it. So, context... I mean, if you're not living under a rock, essentially, because, tr- because of the uh, Capitol riots, um, Twitter thought it was enough grounds to censor i mean essentially the most powerful man in the world so that's an interesting thing to consider that um these tech companies these um multi-billionaires have oligarchic power and that's the the background that people have to understand you know what i mean so i mean we're going to talk about essentially why i guess kind of why it's wrong in a sense philosophically but also um not not even legally but that's how i want to structure this and then half of it can be the rebuttals to many of the the things that people are almost like justifying it because they don't like him essentially so um this this is an interesting one because it's gonna be there's a lot to say man because you know so much has developed after this after the incitement to violence and incitement to violence and that's why i put uh, quotes over it because there's a lot of double standards. So when Facebook organizes Antifa rallies or when they uh, distribute some of the most the most child pornography and all of the, the web, that's what you're saying? There was an article saying that? Uh, yeah, if I can give it just a quick quote, if you like. So of the 18.4 million reports of child sex sexual abuse worldwide in 2018, a staggering 12 million traced back to Facebook Messenger. So... They account for the majority of all. Going back to when? Uh, this was from 2018. But how World, far back? Worldwide. Like since Facebook started? Um, I don't know how it developed into that, but... Uh, no, I mean, like, how, how far back did the... Like, all the messages ever that were sent, or... No, that was just from 2018, from oh, one so, year. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, it's crazy, job. right? Good job, Mark. Yeah, worldwide Facebook Holy Messenger. <laughs> Consider this the most like what is it, the, the most populated, second most populated country in the world can't even use Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're still and topping. still <laughs> and still they uh Holy they are the majority. Shit. So uh, pedo book, right? That's that's yeah, sixty six percent. It's two-thirds. Two and the only reason why we bring this up is because there's blatant double standards and people are failing to look at it because they despise one person. And that's that's part of the problem, I think. Yeah. And also some people... No, I don't even think it's it's that. I think that that crystallized it, but I really think... And there are people I, who are, uh, you know, comparing it to Kristallnacht. Oh, that's that's just fucking yeah, stupid. Schwarzenegger, so. dumb for that. I love you, Arnie, but that was dumb. No, but that's what I'm saying because this is party... Is drawn against party lines. Is it's really just very it partisan. Yeah, it's super partisan. It's very double standards. It, it's it's Trump. Trump kind of put an, a label on it, put a face on it, but it's been building towards us for quite a while. My team is better than your team. If my team does something, it's not bad. But if your team does something, it's the worst thing in the world. Like, it's a very deeper. It's a deeper philosophical issue, and I like how you bring that bring that up because it reminds me of a um, the idea that I wanted to propose that. It's crazy how the left, I mean, we were talking about pendulum um, shifts, right? That uh, your good old-fashioned liberal from the 90s would have been totally against this. It was all about, you know, rage against the machine, all about screw power. Anti-authoritarian. Anti-authoritarian, right? In any form, economic or social or, you know what I mean? And now all of a sudden these people, the same people who are against that are for this. And, and mind you that there are leaders who, for, by the way, despise Trump, like Angela Merkel. And she said this should not be happening. And on the, on the, even on the left, 
notable le- people who are notably on the left, like Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore saying this does not set a good precedence. And I know people don't like the um, slippery slope argument, but slippery slopes. We're in the fucking middle of a slippery slope. This is a slippery slope because it's been happening for quite a be- while now. Because it reminds me of how, um, because it's like, oh no, this is just an exclusion. It's a, it's a. It, it'll just happen this time. But that's just the same line of reasoning that um, began with the Patriot Act. It's like, well, we'll, we'll just spy on on, on our the citizens. The bad Americans. On, <laughs> on the bad Americans, you know? We'll, we'll spy on them just because, in case, you know? Well, that's that's the thing is, is, is it's no surprise. And you can trace this back to, you know, the, the fall of... Uh, of the Roman Republic in the beginning of the Roman Empire, right? The the whole Caesar, what Caesar did basically is is he created this threat, and people valued. People will sacrifice their own liberty for a feeling of safety and security. This has been a tactic that is used over and over and over again. It was on fucking Star Wars, for God's sakes. Also, also when you <laughs> bring the, the prequels, did when you bring up Caesar, actually it starts making sense to me because you know Caesar. I mean, there was a lot of imperialistic things going on even before the empire became an empire, and also a lot of the, a lot of it had to do with Pompey and um, wanting to um, keep power because it keep the power. And this reminds me of uh, what's going on now. Twitter's not doing it because there's some altruistic motive, right? That they want to do it because they want to say you know save the republic or keep violence from happening. Because if they did, they would have stopped a lot of the things that happened on the left. Like all these Antifa riots that burned half the country but, but down for months. But that's what I'm saying is, is people are using the the fear. the veil. Well, they're using the fear of violence being done. Is this is for your own interest? And a lot of people that don't like Trump are well, it's fine. It's happening to Trump. What if you disagree with something they say? What's to stop them then from doing it to you? It's setting a very dangerous precedent. See, right now, all, yeah, exactly. Because all these people who hate Trump, but they may not believe with everything that you know. The I won't just say the far left but people of that ideology are pushing are, are the cringe fringe yeah the, they're trying to promote if you give them the keys of the kingdom to handle the guy that you don't like when they say something that you don't like and most of america doesn't like it then what is to stop them from just using that same power against you and this is why freedom of speech is so important because if you give the government left or right or center or fucking upside down, if you give them the ability to shut you up if you criticize them, if you disagree with them, and just because it's the people in power now are the people that you like, what happens if that gets flipped and the people in charge are the people you don't like and now all of a sudden the stuff you are saying is wrong? This is why ethics should not be determined by the fucking the law of the land. The law should follow kind of a universal ethic. I'm getting ahead of myself. I, no, but yeah, freedom no, of speech is, is fucking crucial. No, no, that's but and that's one of the counterpoints that people are saying. Well, because <laughs> it's a private company, therefore they can do anything. But okay, sure, technically, legally, that is true. Because but look at who's but, saying that. But 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 what, let me let me finish because what I'm trying to say is that there's two types of thinking. There is how it is and how it should be, and that's not how it should be. And this is why um, the pioneers of the internet, right, back in the '80s, um, these hackers right how they wanted an internet bill of rights for that reason and i know you're gonna say first of all we got to fix our rights in general before that before that but i still think that there should be something of that sort and i think that we could um well just because right, go in depth right now the bill of rights that we have extends to the internet for the most part you, you know what i mean like and it should and it, it should. should it definitely should but the thing is they're making it seem like it doesn't because a private company can do anything and it's funny because people who you know normally are anti-authoritarian would disagree back in the 90s It'd be like no fuck you you know what i mean well it's not even the anti-authoritarians what i'm saying is the same people who have spent the last four years complaining the, the people you would say are on the far left and, and have more socialist ideas who have been talking about the the evils of big companies and corporations for all this time, and now they're saying, "Well, they're a private company." Yeah, yeah, you know. So this is the hypocrisy. Well, now my team's doing it. It's not bad, and I'm sure they think they're being real fucking ironic by shoving this down the the right's throat. But the fact is that, like, your principles are not fucking solid if you're able to fucking take, you know. If you're able to go against your own principles, because now the other people have it. No, you know? uh, the left is like. Any, by any means necessary. 
they and, don't and have it's just blatant and double yeah, standards. No it's principles. just blatant double the, standards. The right is principled, and it, it works against them. It does. They're too. They're too. Sanctimonious. I'd say consistent. I mean, they used to be sanctimonious, but I mean, now you got. They're not even sanctimonious. When we're talking about people that oppose the left, you're talking about a lot of people that used to be on the left. The principled people on the left, I would say, are now on the right because of the shifting of, of politics. And the people on the left, like you said, like they, they really have no standards. They really have no principles. They have a goal, and by whatever means, like that's their fucking slogan, by whatever means necessary. We think violence is, is horrible and abhorrent, but if we got to use it, you know, you got to break a couple of eggs to make an omelet, right? Yeah, and that's all, that's all I'm saying is like generally. And, and then Cuomo <laughs> said that too, by, by the way. He's like, since when are protests supposed to be peaceful? Yeah, the noodle guy. Noodle guy <laughs> right. Like, right right there, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Cuomo. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's all I'm saying is like that's that's the hypocrisy is like it, it's it's really it's really frustrating because. Even if you even if you're sympathetic to some of the things that people on the left are trying to advocate or push, their methods are not good. Their ability to just say squad. Well, I, I, I don't want to get too much into that because we're going to talk about left and right. There's an even bigger issue that people are, are, are forgetting, and it's very nuanced. That you have a very small amount of company with a, a huge amount of wealth dictating the the vast majority of online communication, and who owns the infrastructure of of the of the internet. Okay, well, that's okay. not not left, yeah, but the, the people who are supporting those companies being able to do this. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, left yeah. And right. What I'm yeah. trying to say is that people are forgetting this is very dystopian, left or right doesn't matter at this point. We sure. these are aligned goals. Screw these terms. This is what's getting us in the in in these problems in the first place. Uh, partisanship. That's something that I think should be should be exaggerated sure, more. Sure. Because I think we're forgetting that. We are both affected by this. I mean, maybe not the left right now b because, you know, a lot of these companies, they want a virtue signal and pander to these small uh, fringe groups. But eventually, and it's happening, but now it's just happening to the right. You just it's happening with Parler. I think the, the bigger issue with that, and there's evidence to show, is that a lot of these big tech companies are in, in lockstep. They're working together. They're communicating. That's what's frightening And making it. the decisions together unilaterally across the board. It's just like when one company does something, it's just dominoes fall across for big tech, making the exact same decision against whatever. Well, because that's that's is. not even true capital. Like the argument that this is capitalism, they're an independent company that can do it. They're not. They're acting in tandem and for also a political and, purpose. And also, with other yes. and also, by the and way, they um, receive government subsidies. So technically, well, they're protected by and, the government. And yeah, government subsidies. They like taxpayer government subsidies. Blatantly let the veil slip with the Uganda thing. Uganda, Uganda, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where what's number one hypocritical? And do you want to hear their response? By the way, let me want me to well, read what, it out. What is the Uganda thing? I don't I don't know. Um, Uganda shut down like social media. They're having their elections right now, mm -hmm. and they shut down social media during the elections. And Twitter and, got very. And Twitter said, "Oh, this is very." It's, let me let me read it. I think that's it's good. Like, it's like you're taking away their basic human. This rights. is what they said ahead of the. Jesus let me read it out. Let me read it out. Twitter public po policy twelve hour, twelve hours ago. Ahead of the Ugandan election, we're hearing reports that internet service providers are being ordered to block social media and messaging apps. We strongly condemn internet shutdowns. They are hugely harmful, violate basic human rights, and the principles of the open internet. Hashtag. Can you not see the fucking hypocrisy? <laughs> when just fucking Christ, man. Access to information and freedom of expression, oh including the public God. conversation on Twitter, is never more important than during democratic processes, particularly elections. But that's not... Except, oh if, except my. if you lean right. Oh no, 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 no. But here, here's, the, here's the problem, though. The problem is that they... Was this today? That's the that's the problem because this, this was today. Yeah, that was 12, 12 hours oh ago. Fucking that's the problem is they're they so blissfully unaware. Right after they just banished half. It's because Uganda looked over the pond and saw what the hell was said, happening here, and like I ain't getting involved. And, in and that by the shit. way, for the people who don't know, let's explain it now. What they've been doing in this essentially di digital civil war. Um, what have they done? Um, so far, Twitter bans more than seventy thousand QAnon linked accounts. Not even just those are the cringe French too. By the way. But not even just that, just conservatives in general. 70,000, that's an interesting... <laughs> and then um, 
Yeah, Twitter lost five billion, by the way, and yeah, Parler has been hacked. Good, I hope Twitter. Burns. And they, they're trying to make this max mass doxing, by the way, and yeah, they shut down the servers for Parler because they don't want them to be. Uh, by the way, that was weird how Parler. Well, get, getting before we move on from that, I think yeah, yeah. within that, I don't know if it mentions in that article, but Twitter within Twitter's statement, they came out and said working together with our peers on this decision. They like blatantly admit that we're working with other companies before they make decisions like this to go after certain Well, they're a fucking cabal. And they're also... I mean, seriously, like, you want to talk about, like, all right, it's out there, but, like, this this is, like, Illuminati-level shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but you know that. There's very strong evidence to show that these tech companies are working together. It shouldn't be that um, surprising, considering that they're very small companies and they own the vast amount of communications and wealth and that gets into what are the other reasons why they would do this and they would probably number one they're silicon valley the attack on parlor specifically is you're trying to kill your competition yes yes and they're they're trying to discuss yeah remember should be massively and and cynicism we talk about understanding the fact that human nature oftentimes is self-interested i know it sounds like a bleak way of seeing things but when you apply this to companies it's very self-evident that they're trying to they don't care about incitement of violence. They just want to sweep their competition. Because remember, Parler was doing very well. And by the way, Gab is doing very well now because of this. And Telegram. But see, this this is why the Constitution and the Bill of Rights exist, is because of that aspect of human nature. Yes. Yeah, that, I is, mean, that is specifically you, why it exists. You, you kick Trump off, who brought Twitter back to life. Fact. This is absolutely a fact. You're a liar if you disagree. And then you... There's where is he gonna go? Wherever's fucking open. If he doesn't Maybe open his own thing, Parlor could have been the next. That was like the probably, next at the top, and then they parlor. kill Parlor. Yep. And you know it's funny. The, the you know what? I also want to bring up the meme because people are like, I remember people were saying that before. They're like, oh, you don't like Twitter? Then go make your own social media. Oh, that oh right. And then after that, it's like, oh, um, go make your own website. And then it's like. Oh, um, go make your own own internet. Because <laughs> essentially, that's what it's going down down to. You're essentially like top. You're trickling down from top to bottom, making it so that people have to create their own infrastructure. Which I think, you know what? Which, at least it's a bad it's a bad thing at first, but then it's, I'm thinking it's good because people are realizing that this is how it should be to begin with. That, that pe- self sufficiency. There's massive issues with privacy and mm-hmm. freedom. Yeah. The internet's On a the beautiful internet. thing, but the thing is, you're giving so much of your life to these motherfuckers. Giving pretty much this everything. This isn't conspiracy theory shit. Your phone, Facebook can listen to your conversations through the phone. Google and can. And they tell you this. They say, <laughs> I know none of y'all motherfuckers read the terms and conditions when you install this shit. It, can, it does this. How the fuck do you think it makes... Wish ads tailored specifically to your stuff. Uh, and they know the, yeah. everything about you. They know shit you don't know about yourself. And and we're cool with it because it makes life convenient and it fucking gives us that little dopamine kick when we're scrolling endlessly through this stuff. Like we don't even need to get onto the addiction levels of social media and how terrible they are for the your social brain. dilemma talks a lot about that. Have oh, you it's seen horrible that? Horrible shit, man. Yeah. It's uh, that stuff is terrible for your brain. Social media and it's bad th- for society. Yeah. Like uh, everybody's fucking narcissism. Uh, narcissistic yeah. and they're all fucking anxious nobody knows how to fucking talk to people in person it's horrible shit um and i'm not gonna lie i get it i totally get why social media is addicting right i'll be fucking laying in bed i'll forget what i'm doing on the phone because i start scrolling and shit it's horrible but that's not even the point the point is is we've given the keys to our lives to these select few fucking complete and we talked about on the last episode how who who are they who are these people these fucking program developers, and I understand they are not the entirety of their company, but fuck. The engineers. These guys have more power than fucking the leaders of some nations. They're building the algorithm <clears throat> which decides, okay, what tr- what triggers to what, so oh, we got to flag this, whatever. But then there's nor- the most normal people. These mm-hmm. are like the lowest level employees who are making the decision whether or not, hey, we should take this off or not. The manual review. The manual yeah. review. Are the most normal, average people (laughs) that you would see. It's who are they to decide? Like they're the ones who are deciding in the end what is good and what is bad. These are like people you see 
picking their ass in line at 7-Eleven on the way to work. Pretty much. This is the guy who's like, nope, nope. I've, I've kick, met, kick I've met one off. of these people who works there. And they're completely just people. They're just people. There's nothing special no about people. them. Nothing no special, special training, about them. No hand of God upon no them. No strong like moral basis or anything to follow. It's just normal people check, check this out. who are making this decision if, whether if or not you, to keep content on or not. If you go for a fucking high-level position, usually in the military or the government, they run a background check on you. And one of the things they check is if you're in debt. Because if you're in debt, there's a higher chance that you can be bought off by somebody and you can be influenced and your decisions can, you can compromise your position, right? This is for low-level shit. Those motherfuckers don't have that. No. Those motherfuckers <laughs> don't get fucking a top-secret clearance to check out their affiliates and associations. You could have a literal fucking enemy of the fucking country, which, again, we know for a fact... That China is sending okay. honeypots over so, to and, fuck democratic and, and some of them mayors. are. These, you know, these <clears throat> positions are all outsourced. Yeah. Well, and then you combine that with fucking. And I, hate, I'm, I'm going to sound fucking terrible here, but you combine that with fucking um, so, so quota, you, quota hiring. So, you, but you have, inclusivity hiring, and it's like, well, you, you have foreigners deciding on speech exactly, in America. Exactly on fucking free speech in America. Why do you think? And this isn't even like oh fucking China. I'm talking anyone. Anyone that has any sort of connection to a foreign government can get a job at these fucking companies. They don't get fucking vetted like that, like you do to get in the military. And they have a low-level employee at these tech companies have more power and pull than a fucking low-level private in the U.S. Army who had to get a top-secret clearance. Essentially, yes. Consider that. This is not conspiracy theory shit, folks. This is what is happening. It's just the reality of, of how, what, how that... How it works. <laughs> There's a lot of different facets that is uh, that is a problem, and that's something that's pretty nuanced I haven't heard about. And something that people don't consider as well is that this is a new form of... Um, um, it's surveillance capitalism. It's a new form of capitalism where you're making money by selling people's data to data brokers so they can... So they can predict what kind of purchases you'll make, and that's very profitable. Yes. They at the same, create products for you. I mean, you can also nothing is unhackable. Nope. And you're and a lot of these people are setting themselves. Parlor, unfortunately, was like completely hacked. And, all, all and the a lot of people the messages were. I archived. don't know how sensitive the data has been, but it's been a, a lot of people have been. A lot of it was direct messages. And if so it, and if it is, and if it is, a that's lot of a bad thing. Have essentially been set up to be uh, blackmailed. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Who, I mean, Jesus Christ. Look at this pedo shit Facebook got involved with. You think they can't read your Facebook messages? You yeah. think they don't fucking it, have a copy of that that's shit? That's the only way they would find out. Well, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, so some high-level motherfucker in the government fucking twiddling some shit, passing around messages and pictures through Messenger, and then we talk about these fucking foreign assets that are working at Facebook, comes across this shit, like, holy shit, now I can affect policy. Mm -hmm. It's you're setting this yourself. isn't far out I mean, there. You yourself <clears throat> out there listening might just be like, I'm a nobody. It doesn't really matter. I'm glad we had the wine <laughs> because I actually. If you, if you have any like <laughs> goals in life, you should be concerned Yo, about your data and your yeah, private no messages shit. potentially coming back to haunt you. <laughs> okay, look. And things that are very are not that controversial to be honest. Have have you ever And for things that might you might not even think are that controversial now, but case later on point, down the line. <laughs> back in the day, you fucking you you fucking drank a little bit, you're bored and lonely, you're dicking around on some weird chat room in the back corners of the internet talking nasty with someone. Good luck running for office. Yeah, it's <laughs> good luck running out. for office. You talk some <laughs> nasty shit about the kind of stuff you like put up your butt. You don't think that's going to fucking pop up? They'll find it because it's still out there. Yeah, you got to Exactly. If, you, <laughs> if you're getting an end to any position of power, believe me, anything you've had on the internet at any point in time still there. can be found and it'll probably be used against Your you. Your best bet is to just own up. <laughs> as soon as they, yeah, yeah, I was drunk, fuck it. And hope to God you weren't doing something really bad. <laughs> you weren't fucking around with Chris Hansen on Catch a Predator. <laughs> just, yeah, it's just consider those risks. Yeah, for everybody. I mean, this is so shit if, that if our you, current politicians you, don't have to and deal it's with. Especially if you're using platforms that are open about that pretty much. Unless you're using yep. a, like a freedom-based, free speech-based, privacy-based platform. Yep. Like where Gab. they go out of their way to protect your personal information. 
What are some? What then are you some should be concerned. And I wait, wait by, before you guys say something. Uh-huh. Before I forget, Gab really puts an emphasis on saying that. Hopefully, by the way, because I'm still a cynic, mm-hmm. um, that you are a customer, not the product. Whereas oh, Twitter, yeah. you are yeah. the product, not the customer. Yes. And um, that's something that I think is very nuanced, and I think should be because f- they make their money by selling data. data. That's not a thing that Gab does. Yep. And also, by the Gab, way, Gab makes it through, um, uh, gosh, uh, donation based, just like Wikipedia and shit. Yeah, which is how it should be. And um, let's get let's get to the um, half of the episode where we talk about the reactions that are, are startling of people who are trying to condone it. That's something that should be brought up too. Just the yeah. amount of people who actually believe that this is okay. So, so and this, I'll, this I'll give you a high-profile one. Mozilla, Firefox. They were all for net neutrality. But then you have the CEO, Mitchell Baker, saying that we need more deep platforming and that the internet was misused by the president. Fucking the CEO of Firefox? Yes. Yeah, oh which, and Firefox was, was like, as far as like mainstream browsers, was the most privacy. That was total because they were uh, free. They were the um, yeah. open source. And also, That's I want to bring up that, that aspect that when you are pushing and alienating and isolating some group, any group, that this will become worse, this will be go underground, this will go to a place where it can't be enforced or monitored or, or, or whatever it has to be, right? And you're creating a, a people who become more angry and frustrated. And that's how you, this how you radicalize This is how you radicalize people. I believe... And if you I'm just spe- they they picked the wrong group. This is this is the president. I think was set with Reddit first when they took out Donald Win. What do you they, mean? What? Uh, this was what year was this? It was a year. Ago not that sure. Donald I don't know. I'm not. Donald Win was like the biggest. Yeah, it was huge. The biggest subreddit there was. Yeah, subreddit on by like by far they by, dominated. Yeah. Oh Reddit. God, <laughs> that's where all the fucking memes came from. They yeah. were just dominating the site. Yeah. So they they kicked they. Kicked they, out the group. Well, no, they they fucking did it dirty. They didn't just kick they it out. Oh yeah, they did. They, they like fucking uh, quarantined it, so like no new members can come. Nobody outside of it could see it, and like you, they limited everybody inside. It was, yeah, they didn't outright ban them, but they, they quarantined them. Yeah, go ahead. And then eventually ban them. Right? Yeah, I think they're banned yeah. now. Well, cause they, yeah, they were vogue. just you know just like <laughs> these kind of sort of baby steps of like you can't actually. <laughs> progress within your group you can't grow your group anymore and then like okay now you're just gone well t- let me so the the guy who runs reddit i think it was on there that fucking he got into some trouble because i think it was on the donald right people were talking shit about him and he was going into the fucking back code and changing the fucking stuff so that they were talking shit about like trump instead of him or something oh he was yes. changing people's yes. posts Guys, yes, this is the post, yeah. next next to deep fake technology, which is fucking terrifying. The fact that you have some fucking pissy little punk ass CEO going in and changing your thoughts that you're now accountable for. That's crazy. That's right? fucking yes. scary, man. And yes. when people say that's not a form of uh I can't remember uh, what the exact post is or what it was about, but yes, the CEO himself went in to change the Like post we, we always talk about Zuckerberg and fucking like what's his nuts, Twitter, fucking they oh, they're not the whole company. But I mean, this is the CEO. Directly responsible for fucking Reddit. He's like, I don't like that. <laughs> He's going and changing. In the fucking code. That yeah. is so fucked up, man. That's scary. Really I, I don't care which side you're on, man. That is fucking scary. Because imagine if he does it. You can... Like, like, like you, <laughs> you're fucking in charge of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're responsible for the shit you post online. You know, you can put fucking like a confession on there that gets back to you. What, what was that? Don't fuck with cats thing they had on there where like the internet sleuths on Reddit and all that shit. They found the guy who was killing cats and all. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like you can create a tra- trail of fucking breadcrumbs that way through posts and shit like that. And the CEO did that. That's fucked up. Man. Let's get to the, the, the last part of the segment, uh, segment where we talk <laughs> about the, you know, we do the rebuttals. Here, okay, here's one by W. Simon. If you're unhappy with the Google monopoly lo- or lobby, you lobby to your local government and pass legislation. And he and he quoted, well, you, uh, "I quote, you fix that." That's what he said. He direct. I mean, you have people who are saying essentially like, "Go fix it if you don't like it." You know? No, it's it's ask your fucking reg- 
representative to fix it. It's just being it, exactly pretentious. Just I want people to know that people are out here actually saying this stuff, and you have people who are saying free speech. Oh, I'll, I'll say his name. I'll call oh, him fuck out. Fuck this asshole. Yeah. His name is ba- B A Z Smith. Bad. Donk and B. Um, free speech is a privilege. We are all responsible for what we say and do. When we speak out, we may reveal ourselves for what we are. Lines may be crossed. There may be consequences. Consequences may include punishment. Don't they teach that in the USA? And so he, he always has to say, it. there's always that one European who condescendingly has to say, oh, you know, don't you ignorant Americans get taught that in school? He, they always use that Here's online. my thing for Baz. 585 likes I, and only 44. I mean, that's, that ratio is not looking I don't, good. I don't like his what he just said. I don't like what he said, and I consider it dangerous fucking speech. So should I, by his own logic, have the right to bash his fucking head in with a baseball bat? And I even know, here's the thing, though. Free speech is a privilege. So privilege is is something that's earned. How do you earn this free speech? What trials and tribulations do you have to go to earn this privilege? You have to hit a certain milestone, and then you, you have can to say earn some you kind want. of. Sure, you not. You know what I mean. But that's what and I'm saying. Your and then, free speech. But it's then, like it's like but a then what's your fucking consequence? I'm not saying that you shouldn't have consequences for what you no, say. No, of course not. We're not but saying that either. If he's talking like this level of extremity, right? Then what? It's arbitrary at this point. You're fucking declaring that a right. Hey, don't they teach that in Europe that free speech is a fucking right? You fucking jackass. I'm just saying. What is to stop it there? Okay, if there's consequences, if it's all just arbitrary, then how about I bash your fucking skull in? Because I think it's violence for you to recommend that free speech is a privilege, not a right. I think that's dangerous talk that you're talking. I think that is how you lead to fucking fascism, communism, or any other fucking authoritarian nightmare government. So I think to stop you from spreading your fucking hate speech, I I should beat your fucking face. I, I think people misunderstand free speech where it's like you just you can say anything you want and then but I think people are misunderstanding and that they don't understand how fundamental free speech is because you free speech protects your other free, it is the foundational right. It is a right. foundational right because you can speak about the other one. rights. That's why it's the number one right in the Bill of Rights because yes. it is foundational. Without it, you cannot even talk about the other rights. Exactly. And that's the and most important part. That's the most important part for innovation. And it's specific. Look, it's not like in a bar. I can call somebody a fucking punk bitch and they can't do anything about it. That's not what it fucking means. It means that I should be able to say things out loud, uh, namely criticize the government, say an opinion about... And criticize opinions too, like these. Just opinions, yeah. Now, again, this is where it's a fine line because these are private organizations. They're not fucking government. Bullshit. Bullshit. These are lobbyist motherfuckers are working clearly with one side of the aisle. And by the way, um, if you don't believe us about this lobbying, um, Hillary Clinton was given a lot by Silicon Valley. And Joe Biden was given even more than Hillary Clinton. And specifically, I think there is one public donor. I think his name was Ken Duda, who was given millions. Did they give any money to Donald Trump? No, I doubt it. You know, and it it doesn't make sense to give give it to You know, because Trump was... Because Trump has kicked off the fucking platforms now. No, not even that. Before that, Trump was trying to get rid of Section 230. He should. Protection. But that was bipartisan before. And that was bipartisan. Well, no, it then it should be amended. It it's it's amended. When, I, I don't even well, remember what it was. Recently, now they're like, oh. <clears> no, no, but that's what I'm saying. The, the right has consistently, and again, I'm not trying to get left right, but in general, the right has been saying we need to do away with 230 for, for years now. The I think left, even Glenn Greenwald said that. Some, you know, Glenn Greenwald? Oh, no, the, Elizabeth Warren no, 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 was very but, strong but against she is, getting That's right. what I'm saying. They have flip-flopped. The left, because there was a thing where they were going after Zuckerberg really hard. I don't remember exactly what it was for, but AOC was going after him, and and all of them were going after. Cause the, well, no, it's because I remember what it is now. They were mad because they weren't censoring conservatives enough. They were actually mad because conservatives had a voice on there, and so they were trying to pressure these guys into censoring more. So never mind. They haven't flip-flopped. They've been pretty fucking consistent about fucking... And Glenn Greenwald, Glenn Greenwald, by the way, the one, the the journalist who interviewed Edward Snowden, he said that Facebook should be held accountable too because they also promoted violence technically as well. Yeah, but that's the child porn thing. Yeah, exactly. Facebook should be if, held accountable for the censoring. If we're not, the whole point of this, really, this episode has been there's double standards and there's people who are condoning this for, for the two thirty thing. It should either be 
you just fucking let people do what they're going to do and you're a platform. Or if you're going to control what is or is not on there, then you're a publisher. This shit is not rocket science. The fact that they have banned people specifically of a particular political leaning or belief. What would you call it? A belief system, but like a creed people who believe stuff as opposed to other stuff. They've banned this one group completely widespread, massively. I have people that and not I'm, only have it, have they done that, whatever alternative platform or infrastructure they've created, they're attacking that as well. And they, and guess what? I think they'll keep doing it. Well, that's even I mean, that's even were, wider. I'm talking about just like Facebook itself, for example. The fact that Facebook, I, I saw one one group on there. It was huge. It was called Joe Biden is not my president. And within like five days, it was over a million people. Right. And Facebook shut it down once, and then after the fucking stuff that happened last week at the Capitol. It shut down again, and I know a lot of people on there that their account has been shut down because they've re-added me on it with another hidden account that doesn't include, like it's a fucking undercover account. Like these are regular people now are getting fucking banned because of their belief system. Once you start doing that, my point, my point with that is once you start doing that, you're no longer protected by 230. Even if 230 stays, you're no longer protected by it because you have started censoring a particular group of people. You decide what's on your platform now. Therefore, whatever you leave on your platform, you should be held accountable for. So Let- every time a fucking Antifa person goes on Facebook and says, oh, we need to go to these people's house and fucking burn it down or some other ridiculous shit, the people who are the victim of that should be able to sue the fuck out of Facebook. Like Andy No. Like Andy fucking No. Andy No. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Um, <laughs> Arlo Gilbert. Twitter users are not Twitter customers. We are the users... Are, I don't, his grammar is kind of weird. Are the collectively parts of the finished product that is sold to advertisers? Is it wrong when a MFG decides what parts make the make up the product it wishes to sell? MFG. I don't know what that is. Um, motherfucker. But this is his way of condoning what happened to Trump, essentially. Twitter users are not Twitter customers. We. So he's. It's very yeah. Twitter yeah. users are the collectively. Parts of the finished product that is sold to advertisers. Is it wrong? See, no, this is all... He's reducing Twitter to a fucking advertising platform. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Not, that's not a fucking... Twitter, you're full of shit that Twitter doesn't have a bigger function. Twitter knows it has a bigger function. And they that's know why it's because that's why I talked to you, well, the Uganda. Uganda. Yeah, Uganda. yeah, that's why they're pitching a Because they know, they know that they influence public discourse. That's where their power the, comes from. It's not their advertising fucking revenue. It's the fucking, the, the pull they have and shit. I mean, whatever is on, on Twitter, on trending on Twitter, I mean, that can make it or break it for somebody, that right? That makes the fucking news, man. Yes. I mean, that makes the evening fucking news shit that, that trends. Like, that pulls public fucking opinion. So, no, we are the fucking customer. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just a fucking fact. We are the customer. Or it should be if you don't agree. Um, let's go on to the next one. Voice Britannia. The internet is not and never had been free. It is a right-wing myth that your freedom of speech is being attacked. That said, platform platforms shouldn't be banned as it just drives criminality underground where it can't be enforced. So the second part I agree with, but not the first. I, I would agree with fucking... Okay, no, ten, I, would, ten, I would agree with that because, like I said... No, if, no technically it wasn't free. It, it's never been free. No, no. I'm just trying to say that I don't agree with the part that he says. Well, no, because a private company has the right. That is a right wing myth that your freedom of speech is being attacked. No, that's that's bullshit. That's what I'm saying. It it's like is. it's very obvious when a ha- and by the way, a hacker recently attacked Parler and he wants to do a mass doxing and. Didn't he release that shit on Twitter? Doesn't Twitter have this big thing about not not having hack material? And also, by the way, I don't know how sensitive the information. Liars, you're liars, Jack Dorsey. I, how do you fucking sleep at night, you piece of shit? Okay, but let me let me go on. Is there competition? I have had so want... much wine. <laughs> okay, Is let me go on. They want Parler to fail. Fucking and they want Gab to fail. And I think who knows how. Liar, and they'll Dorsey. probably find a way to you know you know whoever they're in bed with whatever politicians are in bed with, they're going to say that these are very dangerous far right uh, groups and they should be taken down. Even if they've um, created their own infrastructure, that's how I foresee it might happen. What will happen? But you don't get to find decide that shit. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that that's No, I, I agree with you. I just, it, you, 
I'm just saying that they'll find a way to try to be sneaky about it. Because remember that hit piece from Washington Post. Washington Post is owned by Amazon. They'd like to call competition too, I imagine. Who knows? Maybe they want to make their own social media account. Or who knows? But anyway, um, yeah, I just don't agree that's a right-wing myth. I mean, everything that's been happening, the, the mass um, deplatforming, the hacks, um, the, um, the whole infrastructure being taken down. I mean, these are antitrust trust law violations. So um, that's, my, that's my take. I mean, this for me, this pisses me off so much. I mean, if you guys haven't noticed. And by the way, uh, here's another one. Let's go on this one. This is a funny All right. one. All right, yeah. It's necessary for private companies to have some sort of user monitoring and moderation policies on their app. I mean, if you found out ISIS was coordinating and recruiting on Twitter, you'd want to ban the app or have stricter moderation policies. But when he says it like this, it's almost as if he's inadvertently saying that... Isn't the, Antifa recruiting that, and coordinating on Twitter? Yes, exactly. No, but he's saying it about Trump supporters. Yeah, as if like, he's inadvertently no, saying... But, like, but no, like Twitter and Antifa, they've like actually threatened people. Well, okay, that also reminds me... When uh, it was like Twitter, Facebook, all of them came out against Parler saying, in order to not be removed, you need to adhere to our policies. That is such policies. bullshit. That is such like you, you can't have mafiosa You can't have your bullshit. own policies. <laughs> that, then what is what is Parler at that point? It's just, <laughs> there's no point for it to exist. L- look at <laughs> this strong-armed to- fucking syndicate bullshit. Like... Where you at, FBI? <laughs> like, where, where you at, CIA? The fuck is the purpose of you guys? And you know what's funny? Some people want to um, make straw mans, and they're uh, you know because Ron Paul's account has been um on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. it's been like Ron not, Paul. Really? It's yeah. been bad. He's pretty like Ron pretty Ron moderate, Paul, if anything, right? Ron Paul. And it says, and somebody said this: You libertarians want private companies to go wild, though, right? They always they they say, oh, wait a minute, but these are the things that Republicans were trying to go for. Remember? That any a company can do whatever it wants, and, You're the market, a and, the, and the market will fix itself, right? You're such a fucking and hypocrite. but Ron Paul's not even trying to say that. Ron Paul is not calling for action, but he should. But he shouldn't. He's not trying to celebrate the. <laughs> cro- the, the market. This is not a <laughs> free market. The, so the cronyism that protects a publicly traded company from being sued, or the cronyism that protects a publicly traded company from the consequences of collusion, racketeering. And antitrust law violations. Not to mention that co- that these companies receive taxpayer subsidies and several forms. That's it right there. How can you be fucking getting hooked up by the government when and protected by the government and then still fucking defend these people? It's a private fucking company, man. The market will correct itself. The market would have corrected itself if fucking Twitter and all these other assholes were allowed to fall flat on their face because they get sued into fucking oblivion. This is such a bullshit argument. And not only that, but if you really feel that way, like, well, you Republicans, you want a free market anyway. It'll correct itself. You have fought Republicans forever on that it's, shit. It's, it's very... It's, you have no principles. You're I, I call it, no, I want to call it intellectual dishonesty. They're being inconsistent to be... Um, Capricious yes, and callous. To say, oh, you... It's Repu- almost as, as if Republicans it's... Republicans used to think this. The, you, you're left, trying to s- the left used to think a lot of different it's just like, things. It's almost like a little jab in the, a, jab in a, a wound just to say, oh, I'm right. It's a, it's, a mute, it's a mute point, okay? What about you? You should what? be defending there, there me if shift, you really believe this shit. What about unity and healing? There was a shift or a change. There was a bigger shift and change on the left. I've seen way more people on the fucking right defend people on the left because they are consistent in their principles. Because they're principled. And that, that's what works against them. It works against them. It works against them. But you know what? I respect the shit out of them. I, I do respect too. the shit out of them. I do too. When you I got, too. When and you I'm got a centrist. Ben Shapiro over here saying, you know what? I believed I defended Bernie Sanders when one of his supporters went and tried to shoot up people at a fuck, like, what, a Congress at a. And I think game. I kind of going to. He defended Obama when Obama was pissing people off about this race shit and a bunch of cops got shot in Texas. He said it's not their fault. They raised the temperature, but they did not incite violence. So I'm going to be consistent and say Trump did not incite violence. He raised the temperature. He had a lot of freaking antagonistic talk, but he did not tell people to go do this shit. So you know what? This is just one example of I could list fucking many people on the right who I may not agree with everything they say because I'm not a fucking conservative, but I respect the shit out of principled fucking Yeah, we're people. not conservatives, by the way, if anybody thinks that. No, I, I respect principled we're really, people. We're and classical pe- liberals. People on the fucking left are not principled. For all the fucking high and mighty fucking, 
oh, I'm doing this for the better um, of humanity and all this shit. You're unprincipled and you're a little fucking bitch. But, I'll but, fight uh, you any day of the but, fucking but, week. But, but, God, I'm so pissed. But uh, Glenn Greenwald. I don't know who that is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but Glenn Greenwald, he's the one who um, interviewed Snowden. Okay. He's right, principled. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Dore is principled. Bernie Sanders? Hmm. Bernie Sanders is not principled because he was against millionaires until he became a fucking millionaire. Exactly. Now he's billionaires. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here, Andrew you Yang. You can't spend a and, million and dollars. Andrew Yang? Hmm. There's something about him I like. I don't know why. Because he's principled, actually. Honestly, because I think, he's, I think pretty, he, I he's think, pretty fucking consistent and, and, on his and shit. And he seems nuanced. And I think he's a little too ahead of himself because I think that's something for the future to hold. <laughs> I, I, about Andrew Yang, I actually had a talk with a buddy earlier today. I, I actually I think, like him. I think Andrew Yang, as, as a personal beliefs that he has, is closer to the idealistic utopian visions of Marx, which was basically Marx was like, Oh, the the fucking cult or the industrial revolution made you know working man obsolete. Everyone should just focus on art and all this shit. That's kind of what because he's thinking about AI. With, he's exactly. thinking about AI. He's talking about robotics. He's exactly. talking about people losing their jobs, which and is that why there should be. And by the way, and the whole coronavirus thing, yeah. kind of adds the fuel to the fire. That oh, surprise, a fucking prize. That if people, <laughs> I mean, they lose their job and they're they're in an affected industry, and then you have a megalomaniacal. Multi unelected. I, I don't agree with everything he said, but like, I think he's a principled guy. There's something. There's something there. That's all I'm trying to well, say. Because something we there. We respect principle. Guys like us respect principled people who, even if you disagree with me, you're consistent. Because this goes back to the. We're talking about free speech. The, the like old, they're more predictable. Almost the old adage of, I may not agree with what you have to say, but I'll fight to the death to defend your right to say it. People who can say that and and actually believe it. You have my fucking respect, man. You may be saying some wild shit I don't agree with, but you need to be able to say it. Okay. So we had mostly doom and gloom, so let's end it with a high note. So you know So let me tell you about this fucking steak we had for fucking. No, 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 actually oh, I okay. got one more. Okay, one more, sorry. Um <laughs> Mr. Berners Lee, sixty five. Oh, we got one more of these, okay. Okay, Mr. Berners Lee sixty five believes agree. the online world has gone astray. Too much power and too much personal data, he says, reside with the check the tech giants. Like Google and Facebook, silos, and this is in quotations, mm. is the generic term he favors. Instead of referring to the companies by name, fueled by vast troves of data, he says that they have become a surveillance platforms and gatekeepers of innovation, and I would say even truth. Regulators have voiced similar complaints. The big tech companies are facing tougher privacy rules in Europe and some American states led by California. Google and Facebook have been hit with anti antitrust suits, but Berners-Lee is taking a different approach. His answers to the problem is technology that gives individuals more power. And this is the creator of the World Wide Web. He, mm -hmm. So there is people, and you know, there's also Elon Musk. I know people, you know, they distrust billionaires. Like, wait a minute, you're trusting billionaires? You were saying that there's a chance that maybe he could be the new hair bringer and, you know, I, well, the gatekeeper well, of the internet. I, I don't. I don't get the distrust of all billionaires. There's some good billionaires. Okay, yeah, but and, what were you saying about... Uh, Elon Musk. Just me being a cynic. trying to do a... Um, Starlink, Starlink, right? A Starlink yeah. that... You can Even Kent, Candace Owens was well, replying. Candace Owens... To save us, the Elon Musk. You can save us, create a new like platform. Well, I mean, if you just give free oh, no, you type of, the type world, of internet, then, Type of internet in general. If was you, she speaking any about form, the internet? Like a form she, of internet. I don't think she I was talking she about was talking that. About but that. I know some other people have been talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Other people brought it up. Link, yeah. as, okay, let me see if I can find it. You All I'm trying to say is that the, the silver lining is that the dialogue, ha uh, despite it you know, leading up to a digital cyber war and cultural debate that's getting hotter, I do think that at least the only good thing is that there has been a discussion that has opened up different... Uh, perspectives on the on on this, or people have at least waken up a bit, and and, and in you know for many things, even like the Internet Bill of Rights, whether you agree with that or not, mm -hmm. that's all I'm trying to say that there is something to be learned from it, a takeaway. Sure, if we don't if, make the pain unnecessary, if, if we can, if if we can survive this, and what I mean by that is if like free thought and free expression can survive this fucking purge and and grow once again somewhere. And uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think we'll come back stronger because we'll know that this shit is not just. See, that's that's one of the things that I will say. Living in in America, a lot of Americans have they they get complacent. 
And my friend was talking about that. T- He's in take, cybersecurity. He was take saying your rights for granted. You know? He was saying that people became comfortable and let this happen. Ex- let this happen. It's let, it's the the frog in the in the hot water. Right? Yeah, the you boiling slow, frog. Slowly yeah. turn it up, and that's what happened to us. We, oh, we we took it for granted so much that free speech is a thing. That when now it's being threatened, people are like, "Wait, what the fuck? You can do that?" I mean, this is this is horrible shit, people. Like, it's really fucking terrifying. Because it, it doesn't take a lot to see that if if they funnel all information through like one or two sources and just a couple fucking weirdos who, who just decide what gets through that fucking hole, that's what the rest of the world is going to see. And another problem is that the societal aspect, the cancel culture plays into this as well. So there's just a lot of different avenues where... Once again, something that people on the right, when people who are on the left eventually get canceled because the left has a tendency to eat its own... That's the problem when you have a philosophy that constantly needs somebody to, you know, rise up against. Anyway, people on the right consistently defend people who get canceled, no matter what political leaning they have. So, I mean, again, I'm just saying this is a reason why I respect principled people. If you are consistent and if you are principled, you have my respect. Okay, and let's end it with uh, the plugins. I can go through with uh, what the idea they had about Elon Musk. Oh, the idea about Elon Musk. (laughs) Um, So... Through the Starlink, make internet access worldwide worldwide through satellite network. Starlink, he's sending into orbit, creates a new way to access internet, which makes other providers obsolete. Fantastic. Sets up internet bill of rights based on human rights. Because it's natural and it's free. Sets the servers up on Mars so nobody can touch them. I love that (laughs) shit. Then sits (laughs) back and watches the elites fall. Pretty much. Okay, let's end it at this because we're at a good time. And I also just want to say at the end that this is pop. If you like this, this is what we call a watchdogs topic where we talk a lot about Internet Bill of Rights, the philosophy of technology and um, liberty and all those, all that good stuff. So I want to put it, maybe I'm, I'm thinking of putting a zero one for this, uh, all the titles now, because this is kind of a separate thing. Um, we, you know, the Roman oh, numerals are the yeah. ones for philosophy. The ones with just regular numbers are just kind of filler. But mm-hmm. um, I'm trying, trying to take this up a step and keep pushing these type of tech, tech topics. Because you know, this podcast is supposed to be philosophy and tech. That this is the tech aspect that I was mm-hmm. tra- promising. You know, back back in the New Year's resolution episode. So if you like this, say something. I noticed that a lot of people are in Connecticut. Um, shout out to Connecticut. Shout out to Connecticut, and um, really thank you for everything. Um, we really want to hear from you guys too. I mean, we, we <laughs> when you say when you say every time I come, sounds like an infomercial. We want to hear from you, but I think I, I really do. I mean, we got to put it on BitChu. We, we want to be on BitChu. We're gonna start doing making this a video podcast. I think BitChu and Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. I heard got attacked, so we'll see what happens with that. It's, it's a little weird because we're we're. Planning on completely. Did you try getting on it? We're planning uh, on completely shifting from all the mainstream social medias here, not in the not too distant future. Because all tech. Fuck them. Well, no, just because you you have to. I mean, you, you gotta, walk around eggshells, and it's getting tiresome. Well, not just that, but on principle alone, like fuck, fuck those guys, man. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like we, we want to support the independent, up and coming fr- purveyors of free speech. We I want to support them. I deleted my WhatsApp. We have I have Telegram now. I don't have Facebook. I don't have so so we w- anything. Regardless, though, we want you guys to use your free speech, and we want to engage with you guys. Really, we're just like you. We're just guys who are. I mean, maybe you're girls. I apologize. I don't mean that in a gendered way. We're just peoples. <laughs> Dystopian tech will be next. We we're- we just wanna we just wanna get these out there, and we really want to connect with you guys because this is what podcasting is all about. This is what social media is supposed the to be about. The community. The community. And so otherwise. It's we'd, an echo love, chamber. we'd love to build a community with you, whether you disagree or agree with us. And just to mention, Candace Owens asked Elon Musk for an alternative. To, to social media stuff. Or no, a yeah. server, right? It was the Amazon thing? Yeah. And, okay. and speaking of alternatives, uh, instead of Facebook, Gab. We're on Gab now, by the way. Yeah. Although it's slow. Instead of Twitter, Parler, okay. whenever it makes it back. Instead of YouTube. Pepe! Rumble bit shoot. Uh, instead of Chrome or Mozilla Firefox, who just went off the rails. Uh, I'm gonna pretend Brave, I didn't hear that. Brave browser, <laughs> Epic browser. Um, instead we're, we're, of we're Google, <clears throat> DuckDuckGo. But 
We're still for the time being. We're still on. Um, Consider your privacy. We're still on Instagram for the time being. Um, are we still doing Twitter? We're doing Twitter, but yeah. I, I, I actually not, <laughs> not too much. I have Twitter just because I want to. want to see what for the rebuttals. Okay. Well, for the and rebuttals. like Rumble shut down. I'm only doing Twitter just so I can see the other side. Well, so so Instagram, or I think at least is, both sides. What, what do we post the for, most consistently? For seeing the other I, side, I've been doing Gab a lot. For seeing the other side, Twitter is a very good place. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I, I saw one today on Instagram. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, I'm Post. doing Instagram. So you you can you can still catch us on those ones. The the we're trying to engage more on the other ones. And what about email? Are we giving out our email? No, we're not doing email. Okay, got you. Not yet. That's that's for business. That's for collaborations and gotcha. inquiries. Unless somebody wants to collaborate, we could set up a separate email. Unless somebody wants to, yeah, we do one just so so you can Wine send us cynics collaborations. Yeah, collaborations. Yeah. If you want to talk to us, if you want to argue with us, if, if you want to collaborate with us hit us up on one of the other social medias and then we'll make a collaboration email <laughs> yeah exactly but uh, we're trying to do the right thing here folks be professional and shit speaking of professional can i talk about the steak now um we're, okay let me see. Uh, just real quick i just okay, want to okay make it quick all right i just want you guys to know so like we we came in today uh we had some classes we had to do but we were like man we're eating steak want to eat steak so it's fucking uh dio he went and fucking brought some steak home from work from where? Costco. Costco. Some big ass fucking ribeyes. Fucking cook those up. Season the shit out of them. What, what are we seasoning them with? Montreal seasoning. It's McCormick Montreal. Very nice. And oil, olive oil. And olive oil. Uh, salt, pepper, and all that. Can't remember the name of the olive oil, but it's Spanish olive oil. Very, it's good. Very high quality. Fucking grilled, fried those up on the on the pan. We we made mashed potatoes with fucking butter, salt, pepper, Parmesan cheese, fucking olive oil. Cumin, There's something else. Garlic salt. Yeah, garlic super salt. Super good. We made some veggies, some mushrooms, some peas. And we sat there, fucking popped open a thing of wine because, you know, it's in the name, Wine Josh Cynics. I got to say, it was so As good. We, we almost didn't fucking record tonight because we were so like, yeah, we I were was, feeling good. I, I was almost, <clears throat> I was laughing relaxed. way too much, funny enough. I was like, I can't do it. I was just laughing too much. I'm just too, too calm. It's so a, it's the most what, what was the name of the bottle that we had with uh, the steak? This is great wine with oh, steak. Oh, that's a Chianti. Is it Chianti? Chianti. From where? Do we have a brand? Or? It's Italy. It's from Italy. We'll, we'll put it on fucking something. You guys can look it up. And this one's Toscana. So we drank some angry uh, some angry wine to get us ready for this topic with the Demiurge on the label. I <laughs> thought I was going to... You know what? I actually didn't want to make this uh, episode just because I'm like, this is an important episode. We were feeling so relaxed. Because this is an important episode. I mean, this is essentially the first Watch Dogs episode yeah. where we do something about privacy, free yeah. speech, tech. Um, I mean, and I was yeah. like, I don't want to laugh the whole time, we were, you know? We were going to hold off on the Watch Dogs stuff a bit, but this, this, was situa- but it fits this in situation, it. The situation forced it. it. Just, I think we should release it. this one early, like this week, just so it stays relevant. No, I think happening. we should do it today. Okay, I agree. Yeah. Because I promise, by the way, one of the p- people that I know who who works in cybersecurity, he was telling me about this. Um, how you should just so do this it today. is going to be short. Record and release. <clears throat> if it's yeah, like time sensitive. Yeah, this is a very yeah. Which this one sort of yeah, is. We're trying to keep it at an hour, not an hour thirty. I want to just keep so it if we reference clean 50, <laughs> 58. If we reference the last episode, that'll actually be like next week's episode. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. episode um twenty nine still. So I think we should be yeah, okay. If I, if I seemed angry, it's because I was. This is a very no, really. This no, topic uh, funny is, enough. I'm surprised. Is a serious topic. I'm so you know what. It's it's that serious that when we're chill on wine, we can act this way. Yeah, that means it's, it's it is upsetting. It's very upsetting. Even outside of the podcast, when I think about it. I get like visually upset. Yes. Okay, exactly. And it's it's this stuff is scary, guys. This is real. And we have uh, not this to be doom and gloom or like wars coming, but I mean this this shit is is bad. Tell your friends. I feel there's a purpose to it though, because I think people should be informed and they should take action. And well, harsh times make strong men. And this yeah. is why I, I make I, you know we're gonna have a very strong we're gonna have people. a very strong generation. <laughs> if shit At least keeps on going one like side. This, on yeah. one side, the generation is gonna be tough as. As yep. you can be, the other side's gonna be pretty soft. Yeah. Okay. And we're still gonna do. By the way, don't get afraid if because I noticed most of the. Don't get the, afraid. Just download our podcast. No, most of the people who watch this, they like the cynic um, aspect of the podcast and the, oh, yeah, and the Socrates. Yeah. But we can still apply it to tech because either again, self sufficiency makes sense. The, this is the whole idea of the podcast: self sufficiency, and I think Gab's doing it. So. We don't mean to alienate anyone with this kind of talk. It's relevant. It's, it's just, this is relevant. And if any of you have like a background in 
Cybersecurity. Te- cybersecurity. I'm happy to talk to you. Like extreme privacy, things like that. Uh, would definitely like to link up and uh, discuss more in detail about these topics. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, fill yourself a glass of wine, lay back, and enjoy uh, the end of the world or the beginning <laughs> of a new way. Either way. Uh, yeah, drink with us. Drink with us. Cheers. Cheers.